Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the OutKick network, this is OutKick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. NFL teams are beginning their preparation for week one kickoff. Of course, tomorrow night, we've got the Bills and the Rams. And then Sunday, stacked wall-to-wall leading up to Monday night football. Um, and Sunday night football, by the way, is uh, Bucks and Cowboys. Injury reports uh, being released for the first time all offseason right now. Zach Wilson for the Jets. He's not going to be ready until week four. Robert Sala saying that after earlier this week, the team was saying that he had a chance to play this week. Uh, and I said then I thought it was posturing, and clearly it was. Well, because, posturing for what if you're going to announce it on Wednesday? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The posturing to to buy two days of your opponent preparing in some way. There's a football nonsense that we discuss all the time. So for two two additional days or a day and a half, your opponent thinks that they might see your starting quarterback. And now your opponents know that three weeks they're not going to see. Joe, Joe Flacco. Yeah, Joe Flacco. He's the starter in uh, New York. So we just started a suicide uh, pool. Uh, maybe that's the – I don't know if you're allowed to use that word anymore. Um, Why? A, a, a uh, knockout pool? Or knockout a, pool yeah. in the Titans press room, and everybody oh. took uh, the, the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens yeah, to win. To, to win. So if <laughs> there'll be a lot of money available for two or three people if, uh, if the Jets pull a surprise. Colt McCoy is headed to injured reserve with an arm injury, and Trace McSorley has been elevated from the practice squad as the backup quarterback in Arizona. Again, a small sample size, but we saw Trace McSorley yeah. here uh, against the Titans in week three of the preseason. It looked pretty good. Alan Lazard got stepped on last week. That's what LaFleur said today. He did not practice for the Packers, and there's no update on his status moving forward for, for the Minnesota game on the road this Sunday, but that's one to watch because he's the uh, – what, what did Roger say? He's like, one Hall of Famer left. We've got another one about to step in. Yeah. And Alan Lazard. So, uh, he got, I don't know. That, that's all that LaFleur said was he got stepped on. Has he been listed yet or no? Uh, it says the report said he did not practice. Okay. Um, Lamar Jackson says that the contract deadline between he and the Ravens will be Friday. And that the, the both sides continue to talk and that he... He had said earlier in the offseason that he was not going to negotiate once the regular season rolled around. And reporters asked him about that. He goes, yeah, and we're, I'm about to lock in. We're going to cut things off at the end of the week. And I believe that's the case for virtually anybody with a contract situation hanging over his head. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons here in Nashville, we haven't heard anything about. Yeah. I would be surprised. I, <clears throat> I'll be surprised if anything's announced this week. But beyond Saturday afternoon, I would presume it's dead um, until after the season for the same reason. And, and that's become a pretty universal thing 
or a largely universal thing? Don't you feel like we don't hear about well, any contracts announced during the course of the NFL it's season? It's definitely the way to go when you don't have an agent. <clears throat> I yes. mean, I know that uh, John McClain keeps saying he has advisors, which I'm sure he does, right. but... I mean, if you're actually negotiating your own contract as yeah. your own agent, you're not showering you're up shutting that and down. walking upstairs to the yeah. executives' offices after practice. Yeah, you're shutting that down once the season arrives. Something to watch for the 49ers as they go on the road in Chicago. George Kittle suffered a groin injury in Monday's practice, mm. and he is not practicing today, per reports. It's unclear right now if it will keep him out this week. That from Nick Wagner. So another knockout style game. Yes. Um, let's see. Chris Godwin, full participant for the Bucks, coming off that knee injury. Russell Gage, however, was limited. I believe he has a hamstring. And right tackle Tristan Wirfs was limited <laughs> as well um, with an abdominal issue. That, that's one to watch because the Bucks' offensive line. It's already got three subs yes. starting. Yep. So did you see the thing where Brady basically said um, – his or there, I saw an article written that his style is basically like he when somebody is when people are universally down on something close to him his style is to take it to those guys and be like see what everybody's saying you can't do what are you going to do about it so his style with those offensive linemen basically is everybody says you guys can't do it now what are you going to do about it so, you know, not like aggressively or loud yeah, or anything yeah. like that. Just this is what they. This think is what you. everybody's saying. What are we going to do? You going to prove them right? What or are prove you going to do? Yeah. yeah, and it's a great vote of confidence coming from Brady. That's his it, motivational you know, tactic style. Yeah, it, it's worked in New England. There have been multiple seasons where they've had a guy go down or the center for a period of time, and they've made it work. Or for all those so. crappy receivers that he had over his time, who did yeah. just enough most of the time, did just enough. Kayvon Thibodeau and Aziz Ojolari are both limited today in practice for the Giants. Ojolari is coming off of an injury where he was on PUP to start camp, and Thibodeau was hurt in week two of the preseason with his knee, with a strain on his MCL, I believe. Limited, though, is a bit of a surprise based on Thibodeau's reaction yesterday in the locker room where he was just open about it. He's like, look, if I can't practice, I'm not going to play. And I feel like I'm close, but we'll we'll see. And it just had a tone of maybe it's another week. And the fact that he's limited sounds like they're ramping it up for him. How do you feel about that as a knockout game? I, I would like it. I mean, that's probably it's it's high on the list. Titans over Giants. The biggest yeah. the biggest point spread of the week is eight, and that's Indy at Houston, Houston. this week. And I the Titans are at six now, I think. I want to say so. It's one of the biggest spreads. I mean, it's crazy to think six points, but it's one of the biggest spreads of the opening weekend. Yeah, I think the Titans should be taking care of business this week. I think week two on that Monday night tells you a lot. And they've had great success success against this good Buffalo team in the last yeah. couple yeah. of years. So Buffalo is really due. And the last couple have been here. And this one's well, in Buffalo. You, you need to get to one and zero going on that trip. Yeah, because you, you're due to lose that. You're game. staring zero and two down the barrel if you if you drop one at home to the Giants. You think it matters this early, week one of the season, that Buffalo's opening up on Thursday and they don't play again until Monday? I think you take it any time you can get 11 it. Eleven days. It's very convenient at the beginning because you got unlimited time to prep um, and then getting an immediate rest uh, for a for another good opponent. It's a nice advantage. Are there any other knockout 
go into your theme there. Yeah. Those are the contenders? three big ones. Ravens over Jets, San Francisco over Chicago, um, Titans over Giants. You know, most people Who, don't want to use Colts, Colts over uh, I would Houston. Houston early. That's I, another one. Seahawks, Broncos, Broncos over Seahawks. Broncos, Seahawks. I would think those you are can the only use the only team use once. The team once. <laughs> so where would you go? I went Ravens. Once Flacco was installed, I can't see them losing to the Jets. But but you don't want to be with the pack, generally, yeah. and I am with a big pack. So that game goes the wrong way. I'm I'm you're in great shape if you I'm took with, somebody I'm else. with you on that. I'm just thinking through it. Like I think Lamar Jackson is going to go off this year. Like he comes across as a guy who knows he's going to ball out this like and he's going to get paid either way. And he's demanding the guaranteed contract and all like I I think this is a great year for Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. I just think regressing to the regular for Baltimore carries them a no. long a long way cuz they're well coached, well uh, good yeah, drafting very consistent. team. I don't, I don't like them in terms of the weaponry and the offense. Like you, you, you brought up last week, and I think the Titans are in the same boat, and you're going to get into this later. But come the playoffs, I, I, I don't yeah. think they're a very damaging it, team. Yeah, can you win in different ways in the postseason? And they can't. Let they, me they give you an outside-the-box knockout candidate this yeah, week. Please. If you have to use every team once, Carolina at home against I thought about it. the backup quarterback. For, the, for Browns. the Browns. Browns have a pretty good defense. And a, and a motivated Baker Mayfield in and, this game. Well, Browns have a pretty good defense and a motivated defense. Yeah. So I could see it going heavy one way or the other. It's, it's a flyer on yeah. a team that's not going to be that good that you could get out of the way early. Yeah. Well, you, you could get out of the pool wants. early, yeah. too. If it, yeah. Well, or you could just be done. <laughs> that's not a bad pick. Hey, we, Paul, good news is you don't have to worry about it ever again if they don't win this well, week. Well, the thing You're to do, with. you know, one thing you could do if I should ask the guy who decided to run it, if there's re-entry, because if there's re-entry, you throw in 10 bucks, you go ahead and take a flyer on the Rams or the bills, win that game or lose it. If you win it, you're in great shape because you've, you've taken the bills or the Rams. Well, I mean, it's not, you're not in great shape, but if you lose it, you can get back in and go on, on Sunday. I like the Panthers in that game just because Christian McCaffrey is healthy and available. I, they're three and zero last year with him with Sam Darnold at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody loves. You should Cleveland's take the Panthers while you have situation. McCaffrey healthy and yeah, the knockout. Well, is he making halftime? <laughs> uh, you see the report that Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, whenever they traded him, the Broncos were not the only team to call and inquire about trading for him throughout the process. In fact, um, the Commanders, the Giants, and the Saints also called Seattle about the nine-time Pro Bowl or earlier this year. Well, I'm halfway or three-quarters of the way through the, the very lengthy ESPN story about things coming apart between Seattle and Russell Wilson. And there's one vignette in there about, I guess it was his last season, where you know he, he really wanted to win MVP. So he started his second to last year big. It's two years in a row he started big, and things were really tracking well. And then they went south, and Carroll went back to, you know, less of letting Russ cook, and there were injuries and everything. Then the second year, again, off to a really good start, and there was, there was one moment in one game, things had started to go south, and um, <clears throat> he, he rolled out of a dangerous situation where the pocket was collapsing, and he had a lot of room to run. And instead of running – 
he tried some crazy long distance throw that fell incomplete and was dangerous or whatever. And they quote uh, an unnamed Seattle executive saying like, geez, man, what are we trying here to win the game or to win MVP? Wow. And uh, that was really telling. And Russ, they've got Russ. Was that quoted, said to him, or this was said no, to the said, author? Like of the, piece. the guy said it in and his said, head yeah. in the box, and then said it to this guy in the piece. But they were really either outwardly or inwardly at odds about this, where he really wanted to join the the great quarterback list of Peyton and Brady and Rodgers, and they were like, "Listen, we've won a lot." doing it the way that we've done it with Pete Carroll's structure. And then they thought he's lost a step in terms of the mobility that made him so good. And between the, the fracturing relationship and them seeing that lost step, they were like, screw it, we're done. So the, the dominoes that had to fall into place all started with Aaron Rodgers this offseason, deciding he was – Staying, Staying, and they paid him. Because 50. Denver would have preferred him. Yeah, so Denver's waiting on that. The minute that Rodgers announces he's staying within the hour, I believe, is whenever the trade was announced to Denver. Who were the other teams? Giants, Commanders? And the Saints. So the Saints... Saints would have been a good situation. Consider, this is what's interesting about the Saints. The Saints wanted Russell Wilson. They wanted Deshaun Watson. And then they re-signed Jameis Winston. And... They're and everybody pick. acts like they're, they're a hot pick uh, on their on their third quarterback um, based on all these reports. I don't also get it. the Commanders. Peter King has them in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Commanders you got calm down. They there. they wanted Russell Wilson. It sounds like Seattle kept New Orleans in the in the picture in order to get a better price that Denver was going to pay. Washington was informed Russell Wilson didn't want anything to do with them. They end up trading for Carson Wentz. So the Colts end up getting the good end of this as well. They're improved because Russell Wilson went to Denver and didn't want to go to Washington. All of these moving parts are interesting because the Colts end up with Matt Ryan uh, twofold because the Falcons wanted Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson wanted Denver. Denver's the best place to go, but New Orleans might have been the best place to go to win. Now, there's uncertainty with the coaching change and all of that, but the NFC is clearly weaker. And the yeah. NFC South, uh, you know, might have been a two-team division, but only for a year. Uh, you know, Brady's not staying there. Even if things hadn't sorted out at that point in time, Brady's not staying there for very long. You've got a better chance long-term to win there. The conference, I know it's going to circle around and even out and all of that, but yeah. your immediate future, it's going to be easier for the Saints to break through more consistently there than it's going to be in the AFC. And you know what you're going into in the AFC West. So, uh, and, you know, the Giants, I would have given an outside shot there. The Giants, you know, have been in a lot of flux, but when the Giants had a consistent quarterback, they went to the Super Bowl and won it twice. Yep. That and and that he, he seems to soak up that media stuff. I know, I, and New York raises you to yeah, a whole yeah, different level. All over the U.S. Open, I can tell you that. Yeah. He's a, he was at every Serena match. Yeah, his deadline was based on his going to New York for, yeah. for that weekend. Well, he hand-selected Denver, and it, uh, the, the report in the – 
meat of the the report. It's Pete Carroll was waiting on Russell Wilson to pull the plug. Like, tell us that you want to be traded. And we'll do it. And he, I think leading up to the end of the 2021 season, he had not done that. He was doing sit-down interviews with uh, different people on Thursday Night Football to Sunday Night Football, whatever, saying that everything was good. And while that was going on, Pete Carroll was waiting on the – the go-ahead. And a year earlier, he, you know, this piece kind of lays everything out. A year earlier is when he, he was at the Super Bowl to get the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, but he was miserable watching the game, thinking about how much he wanted to be there, and he went right from there um, into, I think it might have been the Colin Coward. I don't, I don't remember who he did the okay. interview with, where he bemoaned the offensive line, bemoaned the style of play and all of that with, with really as big a call-out as you'll see of an organization from a franchise quarterback, that's where things really, like America came to know that, hey, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks are having some serious issues. And now he's in a stacked AFC West that will play a big factor in the overall playoff picture. We have our playoff picks and predictions for the NFL season coming up. Uh, Maybe we're going to put some money behind what we're talking about with DraftKings. Bet $5, get 200 instantly for all new DraftKings users. You've got to be 21 years or older, and this is for first-time DraftKings Sportsbook customers only. Make a deposit of at least 5 bucks in your Sportsbook account, then place a wager of at least $5 on NFL or college football games between now and week two of the NFL season, which is September 19th. By doing that, you'll receive $200 instantly in your account, in addition to any cash winnings from your original wager once it settles. And... There's up to, you've got the up seven offer at DraftKings right now for tomorrow's game, Thursday night, Bills and Rams. Pick your team to go up a touchdown, get paid immediately. You win your money line bet if your team leads by at least seven points at any point in the game, even if that team goes on to lose uh, against the Bills or against the Rams. Bills, Rams, up seven early win at DraftKings and the DraftKings app. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Felt like the Jets had all this offseason momentum. Great draft. Zach Wilson's coming into year number two. And then all of a sudden, people started stop talking about the Jets because Joe Flacco is going to be playing the first three weeks. Outkick 360 rolls on. I'll be shocked if any of us have the Jets in the playoffs as we go through our NFL predictions. Uh, guys, we did this last year. And this year, we're going to keep up with them <laughs> at, the, uh, at the end of all this. We have graphics now this year, so we're, we're ready to go. They'll, they'll live forever. So I've got the, uh, my, my playoff field for the AFC, and I've got the Bills and Titans, so they didn't put this in the order. So I've got the Bills as the number one seed, um, and I'm, I'm taking Buffalo, just like everyone else is here, uh, for the right reasons. They're stacked. They have the best quarterback. The Titans are making the playoffs, and I think they're winning the division for the third consecutive year behind the ground attack and the, uh, uh, the fronts that I think will be okay in time. 
they've found a way over the last couple of years with offensive linemen out, Lawan in and out. They've moved chess pieces around, and they've made it work because of their style of play, which is conducive to the run game. So I have them winning the division, and I have them winning 11 games, which is why I have them as a two-seed. And I have them ahead of the other two, because I think the other two teams that are going to win their divisions in the AFC are going to get uh, suffer some losses along the way just based on the division they're playing in. The Chargers, out of the AFC West, and the Baltimore Ravens, they're winning the AFC North. Wild card, give me the Bengals, who I think will be very good, the Chiefs out of the West, and I think the Colts get in because unlike John McClain yesterday who thinks all four AFC West teams are getting in, I think that division's going to eat its own. And there will be an AFC, they're playing the AFC South. I think the Colts are good enough to beat a couple of those teams in the AFC West. And ultimately, I think the Colts barely get in right at the end of things in the AFC. So, I'm going Bills, Titans, Chargers, Ravens as division winners, followed by wildcard teams of the Bengals, Chiefs, and Colts. Mine's going to look very similar. I'm up now, right? Yep. My turn to go. Uh, with a couple of exceptions, though, Hutton. Uh, with my picks, I am going with, in the AFC North, the Ravens. In the East, the Bills, much like your pick. I, I, I'm with you in that I think Lamar Jackson is about to have an enormous season for the Ravens, and he's going to parlay that into a lot of money with someone. So give me the Ravens in the North, Bills, I think probably everybody's pick in the AFC East. I like the Chiefs. We talked about this division mm-hmm. yesterday. I'm probably different from you guys. I- I'm bullish on the Chiefs. Uh, even without Tyreek Hill, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be a big addition. I think they continue to roll in that division. So give me the Chiefs to win the AFC West. Titans in the South, I think it's close with the Colts. I agree. I think it's very close to the Colts, but give me the Titans. I, I, I waffled back and forth on picking the Colts to win the division, but give me the Titans the AFC South. The wild card teams, Cincinnati, there's going to be uh, no huge post-Super Bowl uh, uh, slump or uh, you know post-Super Bowl loser slump for uh, Cincinnati. So give me the Bengals to make the playoffs. The Colts, as I said, they're going to be very close to winning the division in the South and the Raiders out of the AFC West. So I've got – John McClain had all four teams in the AFC West going. I've got Chiefs Raiders at the top of the division going to the playoffs. And Hutton, you only had two as well, right? Yeah, that's right. Only two. You because had I, Chargers Chiefs. I, I'm, 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 maybe I'm overthinking this, but I, I'm thinking about who those divisions are playing. Yep. Right? Paul, mix it up for us. Who do you have? Well, um, I have the Bills in the East. <laughs> You wanted to uh, see the, you were the, and the uh, Paul, Titans Paul, in the South. Paul really wanted to go with the Jets. Before but I you do go mix through this, it up a little bit. Can I ask one question? If Zach Wilson doesn't get hurt, were you no. tempted at all to think no. that the Jets may make a run at the no, wild card? I'll talk you through my temptation. But I had the Bills in the East and the Titans in the South, which makes us the same. But I'm not as high on the Ravens. I, I'm higher. Mm-hmm. You both like the Bengals. I like them even more. I've got them repeating as division okay. winners. Uh, and I think they do a lot of picking up where they left off. Um, I like them a lot as a division winner, and I remain all in on the Chargers, who I think made substantial gains at positions where they needed to get better. I think they're going to defend the run a lot better, Um, 
I, I think Herbert is, is going to take it up even a notch from where he was and be a top MVP candidate this season. I like the Ravens to bounce back just to um, regress to their uh, regress to the Ravens, um, if you will. I like uh, the Chiefs as a second wild card, and I was torn between the Raiders and the Dolphins, mm. um, not the Jets. And, or um, the Colts. I think that the Titans and the Colts are going to be close and not with a great record. I think the Titans probably win. I'm not big on Titan predictions, but I think the Titans probably win 10 games and the Colts probably win nine. And I don't know that you're getting in the playoffs at, at nine. Um, that'd be nine and, nine and eight. eight now. Um, I, th- I think that the Colts are very much like the Titans, just lesser. And I think the Titans come back a little bit with, with uh, like Harold. the Titans, Harold, just worse. Uh, yeah, the Titans <laughs> like. Well, they've got a, a similar quarterback, but he's not mobile. Yeah. Um, and, and he's older. They've got bad receivers also. Nobody's so, talking about their bad receivers. Michael Pittman's the best of a the lot. They don't have a lot of speed there either, and I don't think they're as sound defensively across the board. Yeah, and I, I mean – I'm again. I'm picking them because I think they're good enough to get a couple of those teams in the West whenever they face them. But you know, nationally, they are they can do no wrong. They were the pick last year. Uh, the vast majority of those predicting the Colts season have them winning the division this year. And I agree with you. I, I would take the Titans head up. And I think the Titans snapshot for most people. No matter how many times they're on national TV, no matter if they go to to Los Angeles and beat the Rams in SoFi without Derrick Henry, the snapshot for them is the Cincinnati game, and they can't get that out of their head. And look, I understand. When they get to the playoffs, don't pick them. Yeah. Right? But in the division, they beat the Colts twice, and and Mike Vrabel's superior to Frank Reich. I totally agree. Let's stay on the AFC briefly because – all of us, the, these three teams, we left out, all three of us. The Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Broncos. None of us have them represented. Paul, you explained I the I think the Dolphins. Dolphins are the closest to yeah. me, but that's a bit of a leap of faith on Mike McDaniel. Well, see, but this is, um, this, is going, this is the big difference between the AFC and what we're about to get into. I think there will be eight or nine teams that will be worthy of the playoffs this year and we're going to struggle on the other side to to wedge in somebody there will be a good team as a seven seed this year in the afc Uh, unlike last year which was pittsburgh with roethlisberger at quarterback which he was i would say the worst quarterback last year and Uh, philadelphia was that 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 the nfc side the seven seed a year ago and they were not very good yeah well they were way better than pittsburgh though Yeah. yeah and they're growing um, when I say way better than Pittsburgh, they're well, I, far more productive towards the end of the year. To your point, I mean, I think that the, those three teams, you just the eight, nine, and ten teams are going to be good in the AFC. Yep. Even teams that aren't in the playoffs are going to be solid teams. What, what order do you stack those three teams in? I like Miami the best. I like Pittsburgh second best. I'm really down on Denver. I think I go – I reverse it. I go Denver – Pittsburgh. I'd feel better about Pittsburgh if they were starting Kenny Pickett to start the season, quite frankly. I'd go Denver, Pittsburgh, Miami. Yeah. Either quarterback, I'm putting Pittsburgh third in that stack. I'm I'm I like Russell Wilson. I think he's extremely efficient and productive. Um, other than last year when he broke his finger and he was only out what three weeks, four weeks? Came back too um, soon, it turned out. He uh he he plays, he's available. 
always. That was the first game he's missed in his career, I believe. First start. So um I, I would pick I would put Denver, Miami, and Pittsburgh. And as I'm thinking this like through as I'm thinking this through, I'm also thinking, man, do not count out Mike Tomlin. And the other two franchises have first time head coaches calling plays. Because Mike Tomlin has never not been, is that correct? Has never what? Has never has always been to the playoffs. Is that correct? Uh, no. That's Early. Not, has, has been to they, the playoffs. They've never had a losing season. Never had no. a losing season. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. And last year they had the, 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 the tie. They tied with Detroit, I believe. So they were 8-8-1? Eight, eight um, no, I think they were 9-7-1 yeah, was their record. That's pretty impressive. Pretty damn impressive. Um, NFC harder. Yeah, to the NFC. I love the Rams here. I've got the Rams as my one seed, uh, winning the West. I have the Saints in. Look at you on the Saints. I have the Saints winning, um, and I think it's due in large part to how they perform against their division rivals. They tend to play very well against the Bucs, and I'm down on the other two teams, ultimately. We'll find out where you guys have the Panthers soon. I've got the Eagles and the Packers as my other two division winners. Wild cards, Cowboys, Bucks, and Vikings. I'm intrigued by the Vikings offense because they've got the weapons at running back, wide receiver, tight end. Cousins is, you know, intermediate routes, extremely efficient with his completion percentage. Um, and they now have a, I believe, a, a head coach in, o, in O'Connell that's going to be more pass first than run first. And their defense should be improved just because they're getting some guys back and I think they a fresh coach there helps things out a bit. So give me uh, the Vikings that will actually score some some points this year and some crucial matchups starting this week against the Packers and what's going to be a fun NFC playoff race. However, this was not that hard for me to come up with. Um, and in fact, you know the Vikings uh, will be viewed, I think, similar to the Eagles or the, the Steelers from last year getting in. At the Is that an order for you with the Bucks your last team in? No, my, my my order: Rams, Saints, Eagles, Packers. As I stack this, wild card: Cowboys, Bucks, and Vikings. Vikings last in. Vikings, my seven seed. Chad, I'm shocked at some of our similarities. Honestly, I thought I'd be really going out on a limb with some of these, but uh, some of the similarities we have surprises me. I uh, to have Green Bay winning uh, their division. I much like you, Hutton, have Philly. I, I'm I'm big on Philly this year. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be. We're going to get into some big questions later in the show around the NFL. There's going to be a Philly theme to a few of my answers this season. I like the 49ers to to win the division. Um, I understand that this is the biggest surprise to me. This this yeah, gets a, so far. this gets a little bit uh, hairy considering they kept Jimmy Garoppolo around. That mm-hmm. does not make me feel great about Trey Lance and the situation there that, that Jimmy G is going to stay. But I still like the 49ers. I think Kyle Shanahan figures out a way to get it done. Very good roster. Debo Samuel coming back. Great roster. Could be shaky at quarterback. Could be great. We, we, we don't know. We haven't seen yeah, enough Trey Lance bust yet with Lance. Yes. And I'm going, I'm going boom. Uh, and I'm going boom again with Tampa. I, I think they, they win the division. Not as high on the Saints this year. And my wildcard teams, Cowboys – I, I really waffled back and forth on this one of them making the playoffs. But give me the Cowboys, the Rams, and the Vikings. I also like the Vikes coming out of the NFC North to make the playoffs. Everybody's up on the Vikings nationwide, it seems like. 
And I'll go ahead and include <laughs> myself. But Paul's going to have the Bears I don't in the have them, I don't have them winning the division. <laughs> Packers, Rams, Eagles, Bucks as division winners. Cowboys uh, as a wild card. Vikings as a wild card. 49ers are my last in okay. as a wild card. And I had a hard time finding a last in. Uh, I don't like the Saints. I'm not buying the Saints stuff, even if they were to sweep the the Buccaneers. Uh, I, I figure they screw it up, lose to somebody else in the division, and and the Bucks get a game ahead of, ahead of them anyway. Um, I, I I don't like this field. I have a good feeling about Philadelphia too, despite the fact that I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to be that good. I think this is going to be one of those teams that w- wins with a running quarterback and doesn't get enough pass delivery where A.J. Brown's going to be upset about it. I, I'm higher on Hurts. Of the quarterbacks in a prove-it year, man, he, this is a golden platter for him. Well, he's got a golden done. platter, but uh, I, I, I just I think some of these run guys are going to run too much. I think they're going to be heaven for the people who drafted him in fantasy, but I don't think they're yeah. going to be heaven for their head coaches. So the, the teams we left out, Cardinals and Commanders, I think those two would be, if we took a poll, probably the eight and nine. Maybe yeah. not. Maybe you guys would I go. I think both those teams are I, coming apart. I, I was going back and forth with Vikings, uh, Cardinals, and Saints on my list. I did not make the cut to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think Vikings for me, did. the Saints are the next most talented team. But I just think there's too much automatic stamp of approval going around for them based on the amount of of change on a big level. Change on a big level with the coaching staff and dependence on Jameis Winston, who I just don't get the level of acceptance that he's getting. Not from you, Hut, but for, I mean Peter King giving Jameis Winston an NFC title <laughs> is preposterous to me. Yeah, I mean it's. Um... They have a very good roster, though, of talent. They have drafted, drafted well. drafted very well. And, they, I mean, they're skilled position players. You know, Michael Thomas is back. And you've got Alave there now. Kamara. They, they've got uh, – their, their O-line is very good. And their defense is one of the top in the league. Here's the thing that bugs me. Dennis Allen uh, failed first time around. Mm-hmm. Defensive guy. And Pete Carmichael has always been in the shadows. He's never called plays, and he never got hired away. Nobody's ever gotten hired away from Sean Payton. Now, I know Sean Payton's part of the Parcells tree, but Sean Payton's coached there how long? There is no Sean Payton tree. Why not? That's a great question. Maybe they just really like working for him, and they've had chances, and they don't want to leave. I don't think too many of them have had chance. I mean, Pete Carmichael got a couple of interviews when they were in their prime. But that makes me wonder. Guys, uh, Super Bowl prediction, our matchups. Um, I'll, I'll begin. I've got Bills and Rams in a rematch from thir- this Thursday. Uh, Buffalo and uh, I think the Ram- a lot of people are just assuming you know, they're not making the repeat run, but I mean, they're they're running it back with the same talent. I'm I'm bullish on them, just like I am with Josh Allen and, and Buffalo. So give me Buffalo and L.A. and I'll give you my pick if we're supposed to do that now or later. We're revealing after we should talk through these games. Yeah. Okay. Good. Go ahead, Jeff. 
Uh, give me the frozen tundra bowl. I'm going Buffalo Green Bay. The frozen tundra bowl in Glendale, Arizona. Glendale, Arizona. On Fox. Do, do, these teams are going to feel right at home in the <laughs> desert. I mean, there's, if you're looking at desert type conditions. Yeah, I got Buffalo Green Bay. Well, I know who big, Paul's the MVP well, of the league is based on his Super Bowl. Yeah, listen, I'm just hoping there's no uh, haboob <laughs> in Arizona while we're there. I need D- does an all-L.A. Super Bowl, Paul, get the same run as like a Subway series in New York? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I wasn't even thinking of the fact that it was L.A., L.A. Yeah. when I uh, made this pick. Um, I, I Listen, I'm all in on the Chargers. I think Staley's got to be a little bit smarter and take some things John McClain hit on it well, take a few more factors into consideration when he's, uh, when he's making analytical choices. But I like, uh, I like somebody that's, that is uh, you know, predisposed and predetermines a lot of what he's going to do based on you know, in this situation, if we're in third and eight or shorter, we're going to uh, use two plays, and everybody knows it. I think there's a comfort level in that. I think the quarterback's fantastic. Um, and, uh, yeah, L.A. against L.A. would be uh, quite something. Would the East Coast t- tune in for that one? I think they would. Yes. Uh, I, in, think, in I think football, for a Super they Bowl, would. they might turn their television set on. Yeah, for if it. it was Angels-Dodgers, not so no, much. So Buffalo's the favorite to win the Super Bowl in Vegas, and they're a popular pick. Is it is it Super Bowl or bust now for them? Yes. Like it is – well, I, I would say if it was another team, getting there would be enough. But because they've been there and lost so much in their four history, straight times, and because they're so good, I think if they got there and lost this year, it would be viewed as a as a disappointment. I'm taking the Bills to win uh, Super Bowl Fifty Seven in Glendale. I, I I think this is where Josh Allen takes over and the full regime of the young quarterbacks from three years ago take over the league this year uh, from Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Personally, I think Allen leads the pack, and I can't wait to see what they do through the playoffs because they have now added even more of a pass rush. They've added Von Miller, uh, who's been very productive wherever he's been. Um, Defensively, they're very good. They need Tredavious White to get healthy, but offensively, he's got all the weapons around him, and Give me Josh Allen and, and and a very underrated Sean McDermott as a head coach to win the Super Bowl. By the way, Trey on uh, a Twitter poll says Dan Campbell is part of the Sean Payton tree. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. There you that, go. That's one. one. Um, I don't like Dan there's Campbell. There's one. <laughs> so I am going with the Buffalo Bills to lose their fifth Super Bowl in franchise history and the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers to win that elusive second Super Bowl this year. So I've got Packers over the Bills. I am going with the lesser L.A. team <laughs> in terms of fan support and all of the that. The broke team. <laughs> the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. Look, they're not, um, they're not coming out of nowhere the way Cincinnati did last year. Expectations are high. They're, they're a popular uh, you know, upset pick here. But I think they'll finish it in a way that uh, that the Bengals didn't finish it last year. And I admit, part of this is you know it's very easy to pick the Bills. Yeah. Um, right now, it's very easy to pick the Bucks or the Packers. Uh, and I'm looking for something different. I, I've been on the Chargers train. I think Telesco, the GM, did an excellent job of addressing 
um, their holes. And I think it'd be good for the league if something like this happened where a team that last year broke through to a certain degree, missed the playoffs narrowly, went out and addressed. And the Bills have been doing this for a couple of years, very clearly addressing their deficiencies and on a nice track, complete kind of uh, kind of their their course and and get the the golden ticket. Defensively, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson's there now. I know he's on the mend. But, and then some of those run oh. run stop pieces up front that who don't get the the headlines. There we go. I go think ahead. that's a good exercise. Put it there. in sand. Everybody, everybody did. Yeah, Write put it, it in. in stand. Put it in. in it's st- there. Stand. Graphics That's exist. a combination of this stone segment and will exist. Yeah, it's it's not going anywhere. Uh, when we come back, uh, my primary complaint had to do with Power Five visiting the group of five schools. We'll take it a step further with some poor football matchups and look at the Power Five against the FCS this season and the number of games. That's next on Outkick Three Sixty. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. There are 69 Power 5 programs. And I was doing the math in my head because I'm also counting some future ones that are moving up. Um, like Cincy. Cincy, UCF, right. Houston. There's 69 of those programs to be in, in Power 5. BYU. Outkick 360 rolls on. Um, how many Power 5 versus FCS matchups do you think college football has this year? Power five versus FCS? Like Auburn oh played Mercer yeah. last year. You've got Samford visiting Athens this week. Most teams have one. So of the 69 Power Five teams, I'm going to guess there's 67 okay. matchups. Paul? I'll go under. Say uh either way, there's way too many. So fifty-eight. There are fifty-four. Fifty-four matchups this year between a power five school and an FCS opponent. It should never be played. And part of the reason, other than a guaranteed win, part of the reason that they're played is FCS opponents charge less than a group of five school to go on the road and take a beating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mercer, the, the AD at we'll Mercer. You, we'll give you a discount. In an article at The Athletic, uh, Jim Cole just played Auburn last week, and he says the Mercer Athletic Department has an annual budget of $20 million and that the game at Auburn only netted them about five hundred grand. Meanwhile, you have... Quarter of their budget. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. No, not, I mean, they, they can make that up in fundraising if they had to. That was his point. He's like, if they go away whenever we have the massive conference... Um, if you want to have the power two moving forward and they go away with with the SEC going to a nine-game schedule, for instance, um, he was like, we'll, we'll make that up some way. It's not going to be detrimental to us. 
Now, Mercer's a private school, but there there will be other examples, I'm sure, of ADs that are going to be looking for that 500 grand. Point being, uh, if you're trying to get, I'd like I'd like to know what App State is getting paid to go on the road this week at College Station. I bet it's more than 500 grand. Oh yeah, it's right? it's over like, it's over a million, a million million five. I mean, that, that's I, it, they're usually like a million two. I feel like right in, right in between that. And so you have uh, it's more incentive to add one of these FCS games. I hate them, but it's more incentive to add one of these FCS games because uh, you don't have to pay them as much and you're getting the same result. Well, if you notice, most in of most these cases. most of these FCS games are driving distance. They're they're not flying. They're saving on travel that way. Uh, if you're gonna do it, I always say play a team in your state at least. Yeah. You know, A&M played Sam Houston State. Well, that's a, that's a quick drive to A&M. Tennessee's going to host UT Martin. That's a longer drive, but at least it's in-state money when you're exchanging money for that. Um, but yeah, I, I was noticing that because Nebraska played North Dakota, who was FCS this past weekend, and it's like a seven-hour drive from Lincoln to wherever the school was in North Dakota. And I, I'm thinking that might be the rare flight you know, to a game for an FCS team because most of these they're just driving, they're I, bussing over. I hate learning that it's cheaper, so you're yeah, well, paying I've, less for yeah. an even more guaranteed win. Though they they all should be amount to a guaranteed win and a guaranteed home risk, game, you know, guaranteed like, home game. So friggin' pay pay a little bit more and and get somebody with more stripes. I just want better matchups. There still I, isn't many stripes. I realize you have App State on the road in Michigan for the debut of the Big Ten Network, and that happens, but I'll trade those games if we get better consistency week to week across the college football slate. That's what I want. It's good ball. Better 360 ball. continues to Brent Hubs. Next, we'll preview Tennessee and Pitt.